All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for another episode of Sippin' Tea with Joey and Marie. And today we got special guests in the building, Spin Master Mugen. <laughs> He's like a samurai, yeah. but not quite a samurai, but he has the cuts. Mm-hmm. He is Spin Master Mugen. Oh. <gasps> That's good, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably like, who's been Master Mugen? This is the guy that we always talk about. Yes. It's the guy that drops the beat at our shout-outs portion of our show. He's the one who's created so many dope beats for us. He's oh. scratching. He scratches on mm-hmm. a lot of my songs. This dude is a master at his craft. And yes, he does the chop suey type of uh, cuts. And you're just like, dang. He is like a little samurai. He is. He is. Spin Master Mugen. Thank you. You like that? You, you goes, like that? Oh. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. And this is the guy that's every time listens to our show and he's mm-hmm. like, bro, you talk about wrestling. You talked about anime. You talked about hip hop. Bro, I love all that stuff. Why are you got me on your show? I was like, sorry, bro. We've been, we've been teasing him a little bit. Yeah, We're he, like, he we can't wait for the right moment. He came at me. He gave me an uppercut to the knee, bro. Like this guy, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little guy in stature, but he's he's a big man in hip hop out here. Let's just say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm coming short with the jokes. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, but you know, I'm, I can I, leave. I, I, I can leave. He's like, you know what? I don't want to be on this show. That's why I keep saying it like that because then people are like, oh, dang, this guy sounds yeah. dope. See, I throw in the jokes, but then I get you all powerful yeah. again. Spin See? That's very rude psychologically. Right? <laughs> but it's good though, right? It's good. Like, like, I want to stay, but I want to go. Yeah. yeah. Like, He's like, should I stay or should I go yeah. now? <laughs> In between. And we like to mess around with Spin Master Mugen a lot. He is part of our crew. He is the DJ for the dedicated servers, for Mike Ill, for myself, mm-hmm. and also for our group, the Illest Lyricists, and amongst other MCs out there like Dirty Shirt. You do stuff for him too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of MCs that uh, have had the pleasure of working with my man Spin Master Mugen so we wanted to get him on the show mm-hmm. so yesterday we were at the show Mr. Capone mm-hmm. came to Twin Falls okay. Mr. Capone oh now uh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey who are you gonna go see Mr. Capone oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird <laughs> uh, you know what um, Mr. Capone is, is is totally night and day to what we do you know what I mean? Yeah. We mm-hmm. we um, no disrespect to Mr. Capone because I don't want him to beat me up. He <laughs> was, he's got he connections with Suge Knight. Yeah. You know what I <laughs> mean? But uh, but the thing is is is, is their, their their style of hip hop is more of the gangster, you know, Chicano style. Uh, Mugen and I we do the hip hop, although it is bilingual, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's it's lyrically uh, charged, you know. And then the scratchy scratch over here. So we did the show, right? Yeah. And I told Mugen, I was like, Mugen, we got to do the show. And Mugen's like, yeah, I think so. And I was like, it's going to be packed up in there. He goes, yeah, I know it is. I go, we're going to do this just to stand out. Mm-hmm. That's why we're doing this. And did we do it? We stand out, man. Right? Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> People were blown away. Did you... Uh, d- uh, do you remember the point when we were telling when we brought the Mexican flag that we were going to give away? Because we mm. signed a Mexican flag, you and I. And we told them, hey, um, we're going to give away this flag at the end of our set. Yeah. So it depends on how crazy you get. When I pulled it out, the roar... Pop my ears, dude. Yeah. It was so loud. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, you know, I, I mean, I'm not tooting on, you know, tooting my own horn or anything, but toot toot. Here we go. Toot, you know, toot. Uh, we we had toot the <laughs> yeah, we had the biggest crowd of the night. You know, yeah. hands down, the biggest crowd, the most uh, uh, interactive crowd yeah. at that point. 
And when we did that, they just went nuts. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mugen, because he wears he wears a a, a mask, yeah, you know, because the, the mask. yeah, the mystique, yes. the mystique of Spin Master Mugen. So um, <laughs> he wears a mask, so he was like, I could tell he was smiling because his little eyes get small, you know. And so I knew he was <laughs> smiling. Mind you too, <laughs> yeah, mind you too. Yeah. They were getting real small. He's like, ooh, I like this. And so yeah, it was so much fun. I mean, what what did you take out of this out of this show? Um, now don't be mean. Oh, but be yeah. straight. Never mind. No, uh, go ahead. You can say a little something. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you know, I mean, everyone did their thing. I mean, that was that was cool. Um, my my only thing is, you know, rappers quit rapping over your vocals. Yeah, quit rapping over your vocals. Quit singing over your vocals. Then be facts though. Just no, stop. seriously though, because it's like I'm sorry, but if I'm paying money or like even like openers, anyone for that matter, if I'm paying to see something, give me what you got live. Yeah, don't exactly. don't give me if that's gonna be don't the case. I'm gonna just go to my Spotify and go in my room yeah, yeah. put on strobe lights and just have a party right like. <laughs> I mean if, if a guy of my size you know could go out there and give every last drop of my breath into yeah. a verse and these young guys that are like 10 years younger than I am 15 mm. 20 years younger mm-hmm. than I am go out there and they're lip singing bro you got no excuse that's yeah. what I'm saying like you know honestly I'm gonna I'm a be a little disrespect but if you're not if you can't <laughs> even rap over like if you can't rap without lo- like vocals you're not that talented let's I'm sorry uh, yes. you're not yes. that talented oh, yes. you have to have that good talent if you can rap without having those vocals in the back mm-hmm. that's some solid like art right there other my, than that do not give me like a little Michael's no. listening to this right now and just jumping up for joy he's like oh my god Exactly what I wanted to say. Oh my god! Michael was like text me right now. He's like, I need you to say this too. Yeah. He's now. currently banned on Facebook. Just kidding. He was banned for on was Facebook. Banned. Did he tell you that? Yeah. He got banned for like two days. That is awesome. You know, yeah, he, yeah. He, in case nobody, like if people know what Kirby enthusiasm <laughs> is, like in case you know what Kirby enthusiasm is, you know Larry David. That's a Larry David. Yeah, Mike is like a Larry David. Mike is a Larry David. Okay. And he lives for it. Yeah, he lives And that's one of the people I like in my life. Like if you live for that, like do. You gotta do, but yeah, like truly, I 100 percent agree. Like, yeah. you you can't rap over your vocals. Like, yeah. I don't I don't know why that's even a thing. That should be allowed. Like, it, it shouldn't be. Look, there's there's things you can't do. Like, I do this on my hook. Mm-hmm. My hook is in place. It's a, at a lower level. Yeah. So I sing with the hook. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but it's in there to ca- help me catch yeah, but my yeah, breath. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, yeah that's a, there's a difference between ha- like having that. Yeah, it's kind of helping you keep momentum of what your beats like yeah. and everything. Especially if you haven't performed it in a hot minute, you kind of l- need no. to have that. But it's like if you're using that to carry your shell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come it's on. rough, and then, and, then, and then a lot of these cats don't know how to hold the mic. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys, all you new, new newcomers out there, this is how you hold the mic. All right, the microphone has a little ring around it. Mm-hmm. All right, a little ri- ring around the, the the top of the microphone. Okay. Uh, you know, where the little, the little, little fishnet looking part. All right, some microphone yeah. anatomy. Yeah, yeah, it's a na- <laughs> microphone anatomy. Right. So you hold it underneath like you're choking somebody. You don't choke somebody from the cheeks. You choke them from the neck. <laughs> so that's how you hold the yeah. mic. All right, don't choke them from the cheeks. Choke them from the neck. All right, remember that. That's as easy as I could explain it to you. Because when you do that, you cup your mic. And it, your mic is not doing the work that it's meant to do. Mm-hmm. It's muffled. Yeah, it's muffled. So you're like, and then you get that. So and, like the parents from um like Snoopy. Yeah. Yeah, and it drives me insane. It does. I'm like, oh come on, man. Shout out to the hip hop advocates, by the way. They're mm-hmm. on the Latino pods too. Yeah. They're probably listening to this. They're going like, bro, come on, bro, bro. They're, they're like, they probably were talking about this too. Preach, <laughs> preach, bro. Preach. Same right. But it's true though, Same especially more. it definitely Same helps with your performance. Like yeah. that, it's definitely something yeah. that you you should be aware of how that works. You should practice. Able, yeah. You should practice, and you should practice, and you should practice. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my my advice to you. Without your without your 
vocals. That's your vocals. And if you don't got your verse in yet, then practice some more. Mm-hmm. And if you feel you got your verse, practice a little bit more. And if you memorize your verse, practice one more time. Yeah. You, you know always got to practice. You always. Like, yeah. practice is... You have to have that. Yeah, yeah, it's key. You got to understand your breath control. You got to run around. You got to do all the stuff that you would do on well, stage. Well, come on. Like Beyonce, that lady yeah. be running and stuff yeah, and performing. Like, and she con- like continuously does that. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't stop just because she's where she's at in that fame. She continues to train herself for that because of that reason. Like you have to constantly practice. If you're not practicing, then you can't even, you know, with your art and everything like that, you can't even give it to, like its full potential because you're lacking something in that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be a st- uh, artist, you're going to be uh, a student of your craft, you always keep learning. You mm-hmm. got to make sure you get better and better. Yeah, always yeah. always be willing to learn more. Yeah. Like Spin Master Mugen, your your humble beginnings were from a band. Like you were a drummer, correct? Yeah. You yeah. were a drummer and you had you were in this group called Niños Lobos. Yes. Right? And I dude, I loved the stuff you guys were doing back then, you know, cuz that's when I, that's when I first heard of yeah. you guys. Yeah. And um I thought you you and Lobo were brothers. I thought oh. you guys were brothers for the longest time. <laughs> and I thought that's that's what what was created the group, Neo's Lobos, because you guys were the, <laughs> you two, guys brought it together. the two Lobos, right? Yeah, the two Lobos. Oh, okay. And that's what I thought, you know? And I was like, dude, these guys are dope. I never knew what you guys looked like until later on. Then I was like, oh, those are the guys who must be brothers. I just thought in my mind, right? Yeah. And um, But anyways, uh, long story short, I just thought it was really dope. And so you were their drummer for them. So you, I mean, yeah. you, you come from a, a musical background. Not only are you like uh, an amazing turntablist, but what else is in your uh, musical repertoire? You're making me blush over here. I'm talking, no. <laughs> you know what? I always come with the short jokes, but right now, you know what? I'm, I'm stopping short of those short jokes. Yeah. I, I can leave. <laughs> I can leave. <laughs> this guy's a powerhouse. For as little a stature that he is, he's a powerhouse mm-hmm. in music right now. Go ahead. Give us give us the details. <laughs> uh, let me see. So I like I range from turntables to drums to some guitar, more bass, um, some piano, wow. some saxophone, like my Dang. background. Jack of all trades. Can you play the saxophone like uh, Lethal Weapon style? No. No. no I'm, not that, I'm not that good. Because if that was the case, I, I was, gonna, I, I was already planning on a video, a music video that's Lethal Weapon style with you playing the saxophone. Dang it. He's a Mary Had a Little Lamb that's, that's on my track list. That is still too advanced. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I come from a very musical based background. So like, is this from fa- family, passed on to family, or you just kind of came across it and you're like, like, I like this. I'm going to do this. It's family-based. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Grandpa was, I, I guess he was famous in Mexico. I, I, oh, really? Wow. Oh, really? I don't Míralo, know. No, hombre, yo no sabía. Ay, mijo. He's like, I guess my grandpa ah, was famous. Ah, quien te mira. I don't know too much about that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know speak español. Like, that's just, you know, the stuff that my pops told me growing up. Yeah. Like, you know, my, my grandpa has, like, records under his belt and whatnot. And then my dad is a guitarist himself. So, you know, it just kind of... It's in the genes. Yeah. Started yeah. from my gramps, went to my dad and his brothers and whatnot. And then it just kind of passed down to me. I think that's wow. so cool, though. Like, especially is, having a family that everyone, like, truly loves the idea of music, kind of what it has. And for you to kind of, like, be able to dabble in all those things. Like, it's so nice to have that. And it's very like, vibrant in our culture, though. Oh, yeah. You know, in the Mexican culture, it's oh, like, it's yeah. it's the heart and soul. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I love that. I, I think that's really cool that you have that. And that's why it makes so much sense that you make you, you make some dope beats. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, you. the beat nostalgic that we always play at the end of the the the, the, the shout outs. Yeah. That's the one you created for mm-hmm. me. And but he's created other beats for me, too. And uh, it's it's so dope what you do. You know, like I, I remember um, we uh, we met. Gosh, how long ago was it when we met? 
Ooh, I don't. I think know. we were both was... looking for each other. <laughs> Honestly, like I was like, like I need to know who this guy is. Yeah, little spin master Mugen guy. It's... And and uh, Mike Hill, you found Mike Hill. Mike Hill found you, right? And that's when um, he told me about you. And I was like, that's the guy from Nino's Lobos. I always wanted to meet that guy. Yeah, you know. And that's kind of how it started, I think. So really, it was Lobo who found Mike Ill, mm-hmm. and then Mike messaged me over some stuff, and I'm like, "Oh hi, <laughs> yeah, we, we should we should work together. You're dope." And then mm-hmm. you know, rest is history. The rest is history. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when we met, that was when we were doing uh, the Sworn Swordsman like small. That's tour. right. I do remember oh, okay. the yeah. Sworn yeah, Swordsman. I do remember that. That's right. Uh, it was you and ML Shine and Mike Ill. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a dope record, man. It was. Yeah. It was a good record. It- it was a good it. record. Thank you. But there is some darkness in the story. Oh my goodness. Wait till you hear this. But first, a word from our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> you do it all without breaking a sweat. Like being a boss exec to Tuesday tennis to homework. Why do the kids have so much homework? Family dinners, lunches, brunches, trips to the vet, and a weekend getaway that's anything but a getaway. And you do it all in style. Even when you have back-to-back conference calls on top of the kids' orchestra recitals, not to mention your side hustle. And that's why we created the fully reimagined Infiniti QX60. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. With premium features like a panoramic moonroof, ample cargo space, and available massaging front seats to bring the ease of luxury to your everyday. Introducing the all-new Infiniti QX60, designed to help you take on life and all the chaos it may come with, in style. Learn more at InfinityUSA.com. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. And I was speaking darkness about this story. Well, it's not super dark, but it is kind of dark because the video that you guys shot for the Sworn Swordsman video, which honestly... It wasn't very good, but <laughs> no, it was not. No, it was not. It wasn't. It was super ghetto. But when you guys shot it, you know that place is haunted. What? It is. It's haunted. Because they didn't want to scare you. They know how you are, man. You're you're a tender fella. You know, I'm you're tender. You're tender. <laughs> I love the horror I, stuff. I love oh, the scare. The humanity. Yeah, it's haunted right there. Put you didn't know that. Chicken bones around my neck start dancing. Summon <laughs> some ritual. ghosts. I don't know I'm at, uh, if I'm at free uh, or, you know, I'm free to say the story about this eerie tale mm. of horror mm-hmm. and darkness. So I won't. <laughs> you guys just imagine what could have happened. You know, so Vanessa Hudgens just uh, said on the Kelly Clarkson show the other day that she can speak to ghost oh my goodness and i don't like vanessa Hudgens. i don't either because <laughs> you know what i used to like her until i saw her on hot wings challenge i'm like girl this this chick is way just, too bougie yeah, and I, think, annoying. I think that she just carries herself so high that it's like girl tone it down a bit okay? yeah get down Ooh, ultra <laughs> get bougie down like can you be ultra bougie yes you can't that be. chick right there moly moly i feel like she tries to like beyonce is more like chill than yeah. vanessa Hudgens, but she confirmed that she can talk to ghosts and all these things because, you know, with Courtney Cox, how she sold her home because it was haunted. 
Vanessa Hudgens followed along with that. Was like, well, I can speak she goes, to ghosts. Well, let me tell you, I'm gonna go over there and help you. Yeah. yeah and I'm like, that. sure you do, girl. Sure you do. What kind of drugs were you, you on? What when you you're need talking? to do is get somebody who <laughs> brings in the cuts, like Smirnmaster Mugen. Mm-hmm. I mean, so uh, <laughs> then you can find some real goats. Yeah, you can find some real goats who karate chop them for you. She sounds too confident for somebody who got famous off High School Musical. Oh, for all No, seriously though, because I feel like High School Musical. That's all she got. Well, Zac Efron won't even talk about that past. He won't even talk about that past. He won't acknowledge it. He won't acknowledge it. And am I a little hurt? Yeah, I'm a little hurt. But also, I didn't know that the first High School Musical, he didn't sing. He no, didn't he didn't. Sing. He didn't sing this other dude. He was just dude. the pretty face. Yeah, the other dude. And I he was the Millie Vanilli of uh, High School Musical. He really oh, was. come on now. He really yeah. was. No, he was. Let <laughs> be facts, though. He was because facts. High School Musical did this whole tour and everything, and instead of Zac Efron coming along, they took that guy who sang, and he he, oh, yeah. ju- he was like Troy, you know, you all know, this stuff. Girl, you know it's true. But that's literally what it is. But at least oh. with that, like, ooh, like ooh, I didn't ooh. know, obviously, but it was High pretty school. like public that <laughs> Zac Efron didn't sing. But Zac Efron does eventually sing because I like Zac Efron. He's Dude, yeah. I like how he's grown up to be this guy that's not connected to high school music. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, yeah. he makes sure he's not connected yeah. to high school. I do like it. I do like it. I, I do I, like his Netflix show. Yeah, this is a good that show. That's a very interesting show that I like. I actually started to like him a little bit more as a person because I kind of got a saw a glimpse of him mm-hmm. and everything. And he actually just made this movie recently, and I don't even know what it's oh, called. Oh, the one where he's like freaking all like in the burning desert. from his face in the desert. Yeah, Have he's like in that? the desert. So long story short, like him and intense. this dude want to go to this desert and find gold. Gold. because there's supposed to be gold in this area mm. so they do find the gold well the partner's like hey I gotta go get my truck and get all the stuff I'm gonna be back like in four or five days like can you manage by yourself because we can't let anyone touch this gold if we leave this open someone's gonna find it he goes okay word like I'll be here but that entire time like he's it's, there it's like scorcher or yeah something he's like, like hallucinating like yeah. he doesn't it's have water freaky. doesn't have food like yeah. such a crazy thing and I haven't watched it yet but I do really want to watch it because like Ryan Reynolds and Buried. I thought that was such a cool. Ooh, that was such did you ever see Buried with uh, Michael Reynolds? Not Michael I mean, Reynolds. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. <laughs> I said Michael. I said because I was talking, thinking about Michael. He's yeah, probably Mike listening L. right now. Going, we all yes. think about Michael. Yeah. He's sending our energy His to head's us. head's getting bigger. Like Michael, calm down, right? Yeah. That's right, child. Feed my energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. Ryan Reynolds was in this movie called Buried, and those are one of the films that like are set into one scenery, and that's it. But he's in a coffin. He's in a coffin, and the entire time he's on the phone trying to get out of this coffin. Yeah, in, in the Middle East. Yeah, oh, I, I won't even like. So yeah, I won't even say the it. ending because you really should watch it. Yeah. But man, that and that's like that's honestly art that right was there. probably some of my my one of my favorite uh, movies of his. Yes, like his acting was like superb. Just it? superb. But yeah. the idea of him just being in this coffin for an hour and a Oof. half of this movie, Oof. like they brought a story with that. Yeah. Like, so we got Spin Master Mugen in here, mm-hmm. and we got to talk about this because he is a producer. He he drops some really dope beats. He's got mm-hmm. fan base like in Japan a heavy fan base in Japan and that's because you do all that chill hop stuff and people actually listen to us from Japan that's dope though so for all you people from Japan listening right now this is your man Ohio he knows more Japanese than he knows uh, Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when you invest in anime, like you got, you got kind of know. And he bit. loves anime, <laughs> so I personally don't really understand anime. I'm not gonna front like I know it. I just, know, I've just seen some stuff. But like, you gotta, mm, you gotta the, find the, the right stuff, stuff for you though. But I do like yeah. some of the music. Yeah. Like some of the music you show me. Hey, this is a sample from this. I was like, oh, dude, that's that's dope, man. Yeah. I don't know what it is from. Well, but. that's one thing about anime is their music is just like some good stuff but also well, explain to me yeah so like anime like I personally love the outros I think they really bring it there all when it comes to those outros mm-hmm. every episode like so there's Jujutsu Kaisen I like that outro mm-hmm. and it's super cool because it has this hip hop 
like groovy beat to it. Like it's so sick. But that's like one thing I always every anime I always watch. That's off my checklist. I'm like, okay, like this is good, storyline's good. But what about that outro? Because that outro is gonna carry it for a couple of minutes, and even the episode will probably continue on and yeah. kind of give you more. What 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 kind of outro is it gonna be that you're like, okay, I'm gonna see see what's gonna go on. All so right. what do you feel like is a good outro from like an anime that you're like, yeah, this is the one. Thoughts oh, from Spin uh-huh. Master what Logan. What is it? What is that's it? Uh, gonna be Shiki no Uta from uh, Samurai Champloo by oh, New Jabez. No, that's good. And, that's good. That's yeah. good right there. That's your hero right there too. Huh? That's my man's yo. <laughs> that's if, my man. if it wasn't for him, I I would not be here. Yeah, like. Physically, I yeah. know this because every time it, when his birthday, you celebrate him, uh, you know, uh, widely on your social media and stuff yeah, like man. that, and you you do all these stuff. So I'm like, that's cool, man. So that's yeah. that's that's who influenced you to to create beats. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the whole anime Samurai Champloo to begin with is yeah. really what brought me to really want to produce as I got older. Because I mean, we got New Jabez, Fat John, Force of Nature, mm-hmm. Tsuchida, who also is part of a group called Shaka Zombie in Japan. Like it's just you know. Each artist brought something so different, so yeah. unique, but it all fit the vibe. But that, that's what's so cool about that, like especially in Japan and everything like that, that they kind of bring kind of all those musical categories together and mm-hmm. kind of mesh it. But they mesh it like nice. Yeah. Like it's not like so over the top in certain areas. Like it just kind of flows so good. Oh, yeah. And that's about it. And so I just think that especially with anime, the music is one of the biggest things about anime and like what you're going to find your interest in. Yeah. And like how you mentioned like, oh, like anime is not for me. Like I, you have to find the right Category I didn't say it you. wasn't for me. I just said I don't know it. I, I, uh, she, she's already attacking no, me right now. This is my so own like daughter. My family, Ladies and gentlemen, this is my own yeah, daughter attacking me. I'm sorry, me. but my family, like my brothers and my sister, I never say that. They're like, I don't like, say they that. Don't watch like, it, oh, and they tell me, like, I don't watch it. Me, so my aunt, which is my mom's sister, she lived with us one summer, and she was the one that actually got me. What was the thing she always tell you? Huh? Oh, um, oh my gosh, I can't even think about it right now. I can't even think about it right now. Raja. Oh, Ruja. Ruja. Yeah, Ruja. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know what that is? And no. I, honestly, <laughs> I, always, I don't even know I that. I always forget what anime it's from. And you claim to know anime. Yeah, Spin I always Master forget Morgan. what anime it's from. But <laughs> she would she would always tell us that. And when I my senior year, I graduated. Um, we went to my graduation. She kept telling me, she's like, I will give you like 20 bucks or whatever if you say Ruja, like while you're walking down the aisle. Me, I'm not too, like, I'm not embarrassed to like do whatever. So I was like, okay, bet I'll do it. And I'm like going down and I look at her and I'm like, Ruja. <laughs> <laughs> but she's the one that really got me into anime. And then mm-hmm. after that, I kind of stopped for a little bit. And then when I met my fiance, he was super into it. And I was like, well, I don't know what kind of anime I like or like what's kind of out there for mm-hmm. me. And, um, fun fact, fun fact. Yeah. Her fun her fact. her fiance really loves um, Asian women. And yeah. Aaliyah and has, he thought I was Asian. And looks a little bit Asian, you know? So he thought she he was, thought Asian, it was Asian. I'm Whoa. sorry, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. If you're gonna go on a date with someone, please ask what ethnicity they are. There, yeah, come on. there was be this lady too it. that was Vietnamese and she says, You Vietnamese and Aaliyah's like, No, I'm no. Mexican. She's like, No, you're Vietnamese. She, she was, was so hardcore was about it. Yeah. She was so hardcore about it. And we were arguing and I was like, Man, I'm about it like, like it's all love, lady, but I'm Mexican. For real. I, I, I promise you. Maybe Maybe I am or something, and I'm not. I don't know it. But that that senora like really was like, no, you are. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And my sister's like, you should just tell her, yeah. And I'm a sh- I shame my family every single day. Like, well, now you know how head. Filipinos feel because Filipinos look yeah. Mexican. Ooh, a lot of them yeah. do. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, you're Mexican. No, I'm Filipino. I'm like, bro, really? And then they have like Mex- yeah. or Spanish last names. Oh yeah. So yeah. it's really confusing. You know what I mean? It's very confusing. I have a lot of homies from Filipinos. Like people have kind of confused me for like Filipino. Mm. Definitely Asian is probably like the one of the biggest things. But yeah. Like my fiance 
thought I was Asian. And I um, I thought he was Mexican and he was half Puerto Rican. And even I was like, dang, I didn't think he was Puerto Rican. Whoa. But okay. He's, he's, he's Boricua, though, right? Mm-hmm. He's got some of that. Yeah, he yeah. is from his dad's side of his okay. family. And but so, you wouldn't know it. But neither, yeah, you wouldn't side. know it. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the man act whiter than ever. Like, Bo, boy's a coconut. Boy's a coconut. He, 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 yeah, he knew coconut. But he's the one that got me into more anime and kind of like what's like what's really good out there and stuff. Mm. And so I really got into like Demon Slayer. And I like genuinely okay. like Demon Slayer. When the movie came out, they actually showed it here. And I was like, oh my gosh, we have to go watch it. Like mm. I want to go watch it in the theater. And when we went, I did not think how many people in Twin genuinely loved anime Ooh. and I got there and there were so many people in cosplay and stuff and I was mm-hmm. like whoa me I love anime but I'm not like there's some people that really really love it and are yeah. like super into it and my fiance thought it'd be funny when we sat down next to this dude that was dressed up he thought it'd be funny to say oh well my girl thinks the anime is stupid and he took up to the bathroom she was and being I was anime like shamed. whoa like you gotta come at me like that and they're like oh what's your favorite anime and I was like I don't know like no, you're no, stressing me out spot. like why are you all elitist. yelling at me right now like, <laughs> no, yeah why are you yelling at me and this one guy's like well I know I know he's like I know Japanese and blah 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 all this stuff he's like so I don't even need to was look it at the, the t- <laughs> he's like I don't even look at the titles I was like hey cool that's really cool like I find that interesting well when the movie came on he was like look cleaning his glasses stuff and I was like I thought he knew and mm-hmm. he couldn't do it without reading the stupid subtitles and that man was cleaning his glasses every like two minutes <laughs> but I just I think anime is just it's such there's so such variety to it mm-hmm. and you really do have to figure out what like what's more fitting to you like yeah. because tr- like tr- like truly there's so many and there's this one show that just came out and it's called Spy Family that like I got super interested in because little girl reminds me of my stepdaughter and she's just so cute and everything mm-hmm. but like I I love anything comedy to romance to like Tokyo Gold that one was like a mm. little too excessive for me yeah. because like it's pretty bloody like it's pretty bloody that's your bloody. jam right there isn't it like no actually you yeah, don't like that one no. Mm. no it's just pretty bloody you to me like there's some extent that I'm like okay like, just this is, like, yeah. and he's just always excited he's like he's talking <laughs> about anime like let's not <laughs> to love about it like but like I just I love it but I do love like the art behind it and everyone who puts the work in by drawing these characters kind of doing these adaptations are so great but one thing I don't like about anime is like they cut off these episodes so short I was like hey now you gotta read the manga Ooh, and I'm like come on yeah. man like yeah. just give me what I want like just show me the, the show why you gotta make me read the book and I'll read the books because I get truly invested in the show that I'm like no I have to read it and it's so, like me and my fiance have like a bookcase full of anime like manga books because nice. we just kind of continued on watching these two got me feeling like a third wheel I'm like oh yeah oh that's, oh, that's cute oh that's, a, that's cool that's great anime, yeah. But no, and then like that cartoon. Yeah, like one of the things is like, and I always tell them like he kind of watched it was Cowboy Bebop. I think Uh. the music behind Cowboy Bebop is orchestrated so well mm. and everything and so when Netflix did the show they actually got the same lady did you like that orchestrated the music to do it huh? the Cowboy Bebop yeah they had the live action Cowboy Bebop I haven't seen the live mm-hmm. adaption of it but I did watch the anime yeah. and the person who made that also made Samurai Champloo yeah oh really yeah. that's yeah. so cool yeah. yeah I love Cowboy Bebop I, I love the like the 90s nostalgic of that show but when they did the live action honestly I thought it was good I mm. thought it was good and here's the thing about anime making to live action. That's a t- 
touchy subject to yeah, hit. It's a yeah. touchy subject to hit because you see a lot of live action ones and you're like, why the heck did you make that? Like, mm-hmm. and you casted these people. I thought they casted the Cowboy Bebop characters to really great and they had their way of kind of expressing these characters, but they canceled the show because a lot of anime fans were like, this yeah. is just outrageous and all this stuff. But it's they like, sound like a vicious bunch. I don't know if I want to hang out with they anime can people. Be. They can be. I, a he vicious. is a little vicious. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I'm not, not going to front. He's, like, he's a little vicious. <laughs> if you were, like, if y'all know, you know, the era of Tumblr. I mean, now it's TikTok. Yeah. Like, those, them people are ruthless. They, they get crazy. One time he tried to uppercut my kneecaps and headbutt my gut. It was crazy. It was yeah, crazy. It was <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> at, the same time. <laughs> at the same time. That's what like, I was talking down on anime. I was like, bro. Yeah. So, uh, Nuribis, right? Nuribis? Nuribis? What? what? Nuribis? What? What? How, how do you what? say the, your your favorite uh, beat maker? See, because I've messed it up the name. Yeah, I'm offended. Say, I know. Say his name. <laughs> Nujibis. Nujibis. I, I, I messed it up. Okay. He was like, so, so I know that's How dare. I know that's your favorite um, producer for beats. Mm. Um, who comes close to that? Who comes close? That you're like, that's mm. my second favorite. Like producer? Yeah. DJ Premier. DJ Premier. So Gangstar. Dope, right? Classic. Oh. Yeah. That's All right. Good. Okay. Yep. That's good. Okay. See, that's why I like this guy. Yeah. That's why I like this guy. So we had this deep conversation. All right. And we're going to do this real, real shortly mm-hmm. um, before we get on out of here. But... You got to see what this guy was talking about. This nonsense he was talking about. Mm-hmm. So yes, right now I'm wearing Ooh. I'm wearing I'm wearing a Biggie shirt. All uh-huh. right, and I love I love Notorious B.I.G. But he was trying to tell me. So now the Notorious okay. B.I.G. Okay. is better than Tupac. I was like, how so? So I had to break it down to him uh-huh. on the difference between uh, um, yeah, Notorious like B.I.G. B.I.G. Versus, versus Tupac. Tupac. Yeah. It's like uh, an uneven scale. Yes, sir. I, I was just saying I preferred Biggie. <laughs> He's like, we don't even gotta get into this. No, 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 no. He was, he was like, oh yeah, Biggie, because I got this shirt right here, wearing this this dope Biggie shirt, which I love Biggie. No disrespect to Biggie. As a matter of fact, I got to see him perform live. Did I tell you that? No. Yeah, it was dope. Um, And so I'm wearing this one, and it's got uh, Japanese, you know, uh, writing on it. And the only reason I wore it or I bought it is so that way when I was performing um, last night, that he would be staring at my back, seeing that because I know he's jealous of the shirt. With them hot dogs on your neck. With them hot dogs on my neck. (laughs) They rolling back there. I do got a lot of thickness in the back of my neck. And it's like a pack of hot dogs. Me <laughs> rolling, me rolling. Oh man! But we were talking about that. And I was trying to trying to tell him the difference between Tupac versus yeah. uh, Biggie. I don't think there should be a comparison. The only reason there's a comparison is is I believe is because they both, you know, unfortunately, you know, came to the same demise. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and at that at the peak of their demise, they were both on the top. You know, on top of hip hop. Well, mm-hmm. and that in their, really in the respective areas. Yeah, that really know? carried in the movies that they made, like unsolved, mm-hmm. you know, unsolved mystery or cases or whatever. And they kind of showcase these two individuals mm-hmm. and kind of what they what they did for their. Well, Orlando, Orlando is the guy who shot Tupac. Mm-hmm. That's that's straight up. That that's happened. straight up. That's what he's happened. the guy who shot him. Um, and then he ended up getting shot like about a year later. Mm-hmm. He got killed, and the gun mm-hmm. that he shot Tupac with was later found in a yard buried. Mm-hmm. By some dogs, some dogs unburied it, and they found it. And it was the gun that was connected to Orlando, which was freaking, um, which the rifling, the rifling of the of the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like a, it's like a uh, fingerprint for yeah. guns. It it uh, it was that gun that matched the bullet. Damn. But they do not want to admit it. Now this is what's said is that Puff Daddy, Puff Daddy ordered a hit on Tupac. Mm-hmm. He said he would give someone a million dollars if they kill Tupac. To be fair, I don't I don't doubt that. Yeah, and so well yeah. this is this, yeah, this, like that doesn't, this yeah, is why it makes such... so much sense. So he paid somebody a million dollars to do that. They took they took the 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 the, the bounty. Mm-hmm. They shot him. Then freaking um 
Puffy claims that, yeah, I wasn't going to do that, man. I, I, I backed up. I backed away from it. Mm. You know, claims in, in, mm-hmm. in the underground, right? Yeah. But he's the one who ordered it originally. Now, because of that, that set um, the other murder in, in motion. Yeah. Because Suge Knight had uh, cops mm-hmm. on his, uh, on his uh, um, you know, on his payroll. Yeah. And so there were cops who set up the murder of Biggie. And so that's why they haven't um, figured out the murder of Biggie because it's c- connected to uh, cops. Okay. It's connected to cops, and because it's connected to cops, they don't they they're hiding it. Yeah. But if they uncover the murder of Biggie, then the murder of Tupac is uncovered too. Dude, yeah. I'm scared a- for you right now. Along with the thing, yeah, we we talk about this yeah. all the time because yeah. truly. So when the movie came out, um, when Johnny Depp played the detective, so yeah, so everybody who thinks Suge Knight had something to do with it, he didn't have anything to do with Tupac's murder. No, he had but something Biggie, to do everything to do with Biggie's murder. You everything know? to do with Biggie, like a hundred percent. And watching that, damn, movie, I started talking about Capone and and, 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 and Suge Knight. Now he's gonna be listening <laughs> and he's gonna probably come. But out. no, like say, seriously. <laughs> so watching the movie with Johnny Depp who played Detective Poole. That movie really opened up my eyes more to the Biggie case because everyone has always been fixated on Tupac's case, Mm -hmm. but never so much on Biggie and kind of everything like that. And that's why I say that you really do kind of see that differentiation between the two because when that movie came out, I really saw more of Biggie that I had no idea about. Didn't know what he was like. Didn't know how he was with his family, anything for that matter. Well, if you solve one, you got to solve the other. Yeah. Yeah. If one gets solved, the other one gets solved. Yeah. Yeah. So it's vice versa. So, So they can't solve one without well, the other. Well, I was other. so angry watching the movie because yeah. I'm like, no, like, because like I said, Suge Knight had these dirty cops on his payroll and watching that movie, like, it just made me so aggravated because like, everything is right there. Everything's right there, but no one's going to truly admit it. No. And, you know, they have all these murder cases or anything that no one's going to admit, but you have the evidence right in front yeah. of your face. Well, it does, that, it's like they said, the only reason mm-hmm. uh, um, a case goes unsolved is because they don't want it to be solved. They don't want it to be solved. And it's 100% true, though. Then be facts, It's 100% true. Then be facts. Like, a lot of unsolved cases, <laughs> if you really think about the premises of it and the evidence that's back We started from talking smack about uh, Biggie and Tupac to conspiracy theory. Yeah. I was going to say, man, like, you but you could have watched your back. You're like, yeah, there, there's some cop out there listening to all this. All this, and we're like, that guy knows. That guy he knows. knows. He knows. But, when it, yeah, when it comes to unsolved history and cases and stuff like that, and like I said, you have the evidence right there. Like, it's so solid to where those mm. what's happening but that's what it's so unfortunate because there's thousands yep. of cases that go unsolved on a day-to-day basis that mm. you know it can be solved but there's nothing yeah. you can really do about it like what do you think about unsolved shows like unsolved mm-hmm. mystery shows do you like those do you watch those a lot or no because uh uh Aaliyah and i we watch a lot of those mm-hmm. shows uh, I can't say that I watch the actual shows like on like you'd see on TV or mm-hmm. whatever, like donkey series and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I do watch the ones on YouTube. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, there's some pretty interesting ones. Buzzfeed out there. has a really good um, Ooh, yeah. unsolved platform. Yeah, yeah. super well, good platform. Yeah, we love that. to watch those, and I think that's why we have such a a, a, a crazy imagination, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's why our conspiracies go like through this crazy wormhole. Yeah. Well, so when <laughs> I was in when I, yeah, yeah. When, when I was in high school, um, my history teacher, we had everyone had a put together like a research paper and I ended up researching the assassination of JFK and I actually got super 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 involved with that don't say too much I I won't won't, but I got so involved that I was watching like different documentaries I was watching it from different angles and standpoints and like I have I I, after watching all that and doing my research and I did it for like a couple of months like I put because even after I wrote the paper I still was like no I kind of want to like really get into this because what I found was pretty interesting and like I said, it goes back to the unsolved mysteries. Like mm-hmm. they can be solved, but they won't because of those yeah. reasons. Yeah. Like 
Then and that's facts, one though. of those cases. Then be facts, though. And that's the fact. And that's the fact. Okay, Spin Master Mugen, it's time to do shout outs, but we're going to do a shout out specially for you, bro. We got to we gotta tell the people out there what and where they can see and listen to your projects, uh, check out your work and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. I'm talking from the Sworn Swordsman to your to your uh, uh, per- personal work, you know, everything. Give, give it to them. Um, I mean, you can find me everywhere. I'm universal. I'm like Mr. Worldwide. Just oh, yeah. a little bit. Spin Master Mugen. Just, just a little bit cooler. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find me on, you know, Spotify. Uh, primarily, you can find a lot of my work on YouTube. Um, recently, I'd say like last year, I actually did uh, some work with the dude who uh, does the Samurai Champloo opening, Shingo 2. <gasps> What yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Oh. I did a few remixes for him and off of his new album Triumphant. Um, shout out Shingo too, by the way. That's wow. that's my man right there. <laughs> so yeah, I mean you can check that out on Impressive. Spotify. Um, Do you have like a, a, a username you go by like on YouTube and stuff? It's all Spin Master. Spin Master. Nice. Yep, you can find me Spin anywhere just with that. He also produced the Sworn Swordsman album. You could find that also <clears throat> anywhere you stream it. And also the Dedicated Servers remix album. What was the name of that one? That one's a Freshman 15. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that one, uh, you can find that everywhere too. Uh, we ju- The three of us just released a single recently called That Feeling, mm-hmm. which, yeah, I mean, you know, if you know me for my chill hop stuff, I mean, this is like some house daft punk type. Vibe. Okay, yeah. okay. Which I love. For I you guys say, make a perfect yeah, combination. Yeah, dedicated yeah. service. Dedicated you, like, yeah, that combination, like, classic. Like, and in case you guys don't know who any of these people are, please listen to them. Yeah, look up that, the dedicated That's going to be your new music for this week. Is yeah, listening. think of uh, think of Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul, and kind of like you know that style. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With a with a little bit of uh, uh, you know, spin like, movie. Like if you were to mix De La Soul with you know Tribe. And then layer those over like some new Jabez or some mm-hmm. bug seed. Yeah. You know that would be that's yeah. that's us. Yeah, the dedicated service yeah. right there. Yeah. And then Dave the Fave had he actually critiques his reviews on movies. Yeah, yeah I and love that. So I, shout out to Dave the yeah, Fave. Yeah, if you if you love a good person who really gets into detail about movies, that's your dude. Like he's another person I trust. And Dave, Dave the Fave is actually your uh, your muscle in my new mini movie that's coming yeah. out. Bring the pain too. Uh, Mugen plays Mugilo. He is the uh, uh, villain of my uh, mini movie called Bring the Pain Too. Yes. And he's also the guy who scratches on that uh, on that track, Bring yes. the Pain Too. Yes. And I'm telling you, this this mini movie we made mm-hmm. is got to be my best work visually, oh. I think. Collaborative uh, okay. effort with Interval Films. What do you think? Dude, I love Right, I truly Amazing. think hundred percent. And, we, and you've everyone only seen, in it, yeah. And we've only seen the ninety-five percent done part. Yeah. Of it. yeah, there's a little bit extra that's gonna be like the cherry on top, like the lime chicken tacos. Yeah, they're gonna be like, oh snap! No, you know what I, mean? I yeah. tr- and shout out to Mario too. Like yeah, Mario, Mario Lasko. if you guys are looking for someone to really bring out your vision in anything, he is the dude to do it, and he will yes. do it ten times better than what you envision. Oh man, oh yeah, he does. Like, he's he's brought every every dream of mine into reality every vision that I've yeah. thought up in my head or you know he's like I got this bro we can yes. make this happen like he Hell can yeah. do yeah. it so really like if you're trying to find yeah. someone like that like that's your guy right there yeah that's that, your dude that visual the lyrical sound demon bring the pain too is gonna be dropping Cinco de Mayo Cinco de Mayo yeah and then uh, uh, the, the the song is gonna be able to you're gonna be able to stream it stream everywhere it. April the 18th so that's gonna be coming up and uh, scratches by Spin Master Mugen amongst the other cool stuff that he's got out there make sure you look him up Spin Master yeah. Mugen Japan if you're listening this is your man 
All right. Yeah. yeah I represent y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really represent no Idaho hip hop. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for tuning in. Have yourself a wonderful Monday. And um, follow me, Joey Bravo208, on all social media. Uh, Leah Marie208 on pretty much every social media. And Spin Master Mugen. Follow him. Find him. Everywhere. All right. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Spin Master Mugen. We out. <laughs>